your mindset. It's the single factor that determines whether you're successful in the pursuit of a goal or not. A strong mindset will help you work through and overcome obstacles. A strong mindset will keep you consistent when your progress is slow. A strong mindset will keep you on the path when you start to lack confidence. A strong mindset will get you started in the pursuit of a goal, even when you have no idea how you're going to accomplish it. Now, most people know that they could benefit from improving their mindset. But how do you know if you're actually making progress? How do you know if you're actually getting better when you're working on your mindset? How do you know if it's getting stronger? It's not like in the gym when you can see the weights going up. It's not like your time's getting faster in a workout. It's not like when you're working on your nutrition and you see the scale change or your body shape change. In order to track your progress with your mindset, you need unique strategies. That's what we're talking about in this week's Renegade Performance Radio episode. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. How do you know that you're doing well when it comes to mindset? So when it comes to mindset, you're measuring something that you can't touch um, and you don't have the data like you do with your training or your nutrition. With training and nutrition, uh, it's relatively easy to measure your progress. You're either getting stronger or fitter. Um, nutrition, you're either losing weight, gaining weight, um, performing better, uh, or you're able to track your calories and have some like sort of objective markers. When with your mind, it's soft. You can't. Well, it's not soft. You can't even touch it. Um, it's intangible. Um, and we, but we call this the soft side of things. Um, and so. When this comes to uh, mindset, different people, different personality types, if you're a personality type and you love data um, and being objective of, about your progress, um, then often you find it hard to focus on mindset because it, it doesn't have that side of things. And so a lot of people think that it's like quite wishy-washy, um, but I really want to encourage everyone to be open-minded about working on their mindset um, and working on trying to learn new ways about thinking about things. So each of us, um, where we are today is a direct reflection of our mindset and our skills. And if you want to perform at a higher level than you currently are, then you need to acquire new skills. And I'm not talking about like pull-ups or handstand walking or things like that. I'm talking about like the internal skills, the way that we think about life and the way we think about things. That's the intangible stuff that you can't see. And, but the problem is the reason you can't, that so many people struggle with mindset is because they can't touch it. And it's so hard to measure whether you're actually getting better at it or like if you're even doing well, or if you're making progress, and therefore people can't stay consistent with it because they're not seeing results in it. And so let's use um, an example of trying to believe in yourself more. You likely start with trying to be more positive about like whatever process it is that you're going through. Maybe you say um, some affirmations for a while, or you read a few positive quotes, but then you might ask yourself, well, you probably don't even ask yourself, but then you go, has it worked? And maybe a little bit, but like you can't actually really measure it. And that's once again, because you can't see the progress. And seeing progress 
is the number one motivator for most people. And because people don't see progress in their mindset work, they don't can't physically touch it or they can't see it, they just stop putting effort into it. And then obviously, because you're not putting effort into it, you're not going to get results and it's not going to get better. And so you just end up back at square one. So what do you do about it when you can't, when it's not tangible and you can't see the improvement? How do you track it um, or measure it or whatever so you know that you're doing better? And so I like to think of that there's a few ways that you can kind of monitor your progress when it comes to the mindset side of things. And so I'll go through a few uh, different approaches and you can maybe pick one that you think is going to work for you. Um, and that each of these different uh, processes or um, tactics will suit a different personality type. You could try one, give it a go, measure how you think it went for you, and then keep it if you think it's working or get rid of it if you don't think it's working for you. And so the first way to assess whether you're actually improving in the mindset department or not is to increase your self-awareness, okay, and to enhance it. And so there's a few tactics that you can do to enhance your self-awareness. So your self-awareness, what I'm talking about there is your ability to kind of um, know what you're thinking about on a regular basis, know why you're acting a certain way, know why you're doing certain things, know why you behave a certain way, know why you react to certain things and don't react to other certain things. That's what I'm referring to as self-awareness. And so the first and most common way that people try to improve their self-awareness is through meditation. And so that's just the, uh, the practice of improving your moment-by-moment -moment awareness. And most um, forms of meditation begin with focusing on your breathing, um, sort of like your inhaling and your exhaling. Um, but it doesn't have to be ritualistic. It can be just something that you just sit with some quiet and you just have moments of pause and reflection. So meditation is a really good way to improve your self-awareness. One of my favorite ways to improve self-awareness or to help people improve self-awareness is through the act of journaling. So just keeping a journal of your thoughts, negative and positive thoughts, over the course of a day. What this is going to do is this is going to drastically increase your self-awareness um, about just how you're thinking about life and in general. And so you can actually play a little bit of a game with it, like keeping score on like your negative thoughts and your positive thoughts. And just like maybe even just keeping a little tally in like a diary or on a post-it note on your desk or something like that. And what this is going to do is it's going to drastically, drastically improve your ability to know like how, what is going on in that brain of yours. And just the act of just having that little post-it on your desk is going to make a massive, massive uh, change. Um, the third thing that you can do is ask for feedback, okay? So talking to the people that are close to you, the people that you train with, your colleagues, your partner, and just, just talk to them about how they think that you're going with your mindset. And so you could give them a bit of insight about what you're trying to do, if you're comfortable with that. Maybe you're talking to them about um, being a bit more positive about yourself, about maybe um, believing in yourself a little bit more, about being consistent with particular things. And then they're going to be able to give you that feedback about how you're actually doing. And they'll probably actually work as a little bit of accountability as well. And so that can be super, super effective, bringing someone close to you or the people that are in your environment close to you is going to, um, into your journey is actually going to be a really, really powerful tool for success. So the simple act of increasing your self-awareness is going to help you know 
whether you're improving or not, just because you're paying attention to it. And so it's going to be a practice that takes a little bit of time to develop, but it is a way that you can um, improve your self-awareness and know that you're progressing or not progressing on the mindset side of things. The other thing that you can do is the use of subjective markers. So as part of Renegade, this is what we do with you each week when we're checking in with you. We ask you how you feel like you went out of 10, okay? And then we ask you to choose a number that is getting you to think about your answers and to elaborate on your answers. And we don't do this for shits and giggles. We do it because it's going to do what we were talking about just before, which is increase your self-awareness. Because self-aware people are significantly more likely to self-correct negative behaviors a lot faster than someone who isn't self-aware. So essentially, what we're actually doing is we're training you to be able to coach yourself. And that's the ultimate goal that we have for you guys. We want you guys to be in a position where something like goes wrong, maybe stuff up, maybe like whatever it is. Um, and you do something that's not moving you towards your goal, and maybe you do it for a couple of days in a row, but then you realize and you manage to make an amendment and get back on track. And the more self-aware you are, the better you're going to be able to come at self-correcting these negative behaviors that are affecting your performance, and then ultimately you'll be able to get yourself through the struggle. And so the more self-aware you are, it might be that you fix the problem in like maybe a day or two days, versus someone who's not self-aware and it takes like a week or a month or months to actually make those changes or make those improvements or to get the help that they need to do it. And so that's just once again, the use of subjective markers, like rate this out of 10, how are you feeling? It's a way of improving that self-awareness so that you can correct these, um, these sort of problems that you might be going through. Now, if this is something that, once again, that's like too wishy-washy for you, it's not touchable enough, like it's not like objective enough, then what we want to do is we want to try and create this mindset side of things and make it more objective, okay? And so for those of you that aren't sure about the terms objective and subjective, so subjective means um, essentially it's your opinion, okay? So how did you feel about a situation? So like, for example, um, how did you train today? I feel like I trained well. Well, that's subjective, okay? Versus how much weight did you lift today? I lifted 100 kgs. That is objective. I did lift that weight or I did not lift that weight. So I objectively did it or not. Subjectively, that weight felt heavy. That weight felt light. That's It's all about feeling. So subjective is a little bit more of the softer feeling. Objective is that you did it or you did not do it. And so this, those two ways are ways that you can kind of measure progress with your performance. And neither is right or wrong. It's good to have a combination, in my opinion. Um, but it, those are the like, two most common. And some people, people generally lead to one or the other with the style that they like to uh, kind of track their progress. So if you're someone that likes more data, like hard facts and stats, then I would recommend that you maybe lean towards something more of the objective side. And what you're going to do in this situation is you're going to take something that you can't touch and you're going to turn it into an action. You're going to make it measurable. Okay. So let's use the goal of having better self-belief as an example. Okay. So you could say to yourself, um, uh, I'm going to have better self-belief this week. Okay. Or you can turn it into an action, which would be something more along the lines of 
every day I'm going to practice three minutes of future pacing before bed every night. So future pacing is a powerful NLP um, technique where you kind of imagine yourself in the future and it's really good for improving performance and building your confidence around a situation. And so it improves your self-belief. And so with that, you've now turned it into an action. I'm going to practice three minutes of future pacing. So you've got the thing that you're going to do, how long you're going to do it, and how oh, and every night. So you've got seven days, you've got the action, and you've got something that you can go, I've either done this or I have not done this. And so after seven days, you're going to have that marker where you can go, I got four out of seven, or I got seven out of seven, or whatever it is. And you're going to be able to know how consistent you are with the effort. So you can really track your progress on your mindset side of things. And these same principles work um, in the gym as well. Like if you if you really want objective markers on your goals, then, um, sorry, if you want to be able to know, yes, I did it or no, I did not do it, then use objective markers in the gym rather than saying, I'm going to try hard in all of my training sessions this week. Um, that's cool. But like, what is trying hard? And it, like, so what you kind of want to do is define what trying hard is. Um, define what focusing is. And that might be something along the lines of um, in XYZ workout, each day you set a little bit of a target of what you define would be hard um, and then you try to push to work towards that. And so it's just giving yourself objective, yes, I did do it, or no, I did not do it. Okay. And so the tactics to get better at any mindset um, improvement is going to be A, increasing your self-awareness through meditation, journaling, feedback, um, or uh, feedback from friends. Um, second, continuing to use the regular practice of the subjective markers that we ask you to. And then third is going to be creating um, actions around mindset practices that are going to make it objectively measurable for you. So finally, when you get to the point where you're you're measuring it and you're starting to get to the point where you might be consistent with it, um, the next step is figuring out what the next step is for you. Uh, and so with this mindset stuff that you're doing, you can, to get better at it, once you've started with your kind of thing that you're working on, let's say, for example, um, the self-confidence or building self-belief again, then you can either increase the intensity of the practice or you can increase the volume of the practice. Okay, so both of those things are going to improve your ability to be stronger at the thing that you're trying to get better at. And so improving, increasing the volume of it would be something as simple as going from practicing it for three minutes a day to five, 10, 15, whatever you think is realistic for you to maintain consistently increasing the intensity of it would be getting deeper into the practice of the process of it so for example um, low intensity work would be doing it quite passively when you maybe are driving to work um, whereas high intensity could be actually sitting down and creating like a quiet environment for you to be working in so that you can be super focused and then even higher intensity on top of that would be doing like a guided meditation with a professional and so you're looking at like how can we make this more intense to get a better result much like you would in the gym when you want to make something more intense you say for example you might lift heavier weights or you might do more reps or something like that and so same sort of principle okay so you're just looking to challenge yourself a little bit further with whatever mindset technique that you're trying to use to improve your performance 
And so some of the practices that I've used in the past, which have been extremely um, beneficial for me, um, when we were training for the CrossFit Games, um, I would use a nightly practice of visualization leading up to the major events. So leading up to the Open, leading up to um, regionals, leading up to the Games. And the, the process of visualization for me was um, helping build my confidence in that competition environment. Um, I got a lot of competition, uh, like competition anxiety. Um, and so like getting closer to comps, I actually didn't love them. I fucking actually hated the, the build up to them. I loved it when I was in the moment, but the build up to it gave me so much anxiety. So I had to put a lot of work into um, my ability to kind of center myself and prepare myself to be able to perform in those environments so that I didn't flake and fuck out and let the team down. And so like the process I used for that was visualization. Um, we can go into visualization a little bit later into another uh, group coaching calls if it's something that you're interested in. But it's a very powerful technique, essentially putting yourself in the environment that you're going to be competing in or going to be in and visualizing yourself going through the processes that you want to see yourself go through, seeing yourself succeed. And you can do it kind of through two tactics. One is watching yourself in a movie as if you're the main character in the movie. And the other one is going, uh, doing it in, in body where you imagine yourself and you actually embody what you see, that type of stuff. Very powerful for building confidence uh, leading into any event that you might be doing. The second thing is uh, guided meditations. I've had those where I've um, worked with, uh, we actually did it as a team when we were training for the CrossFit Games where they kind of have you like lying down and he talks you through like that success process so that you can start to build that image of yourself um, succeeding. Another extremely uh, powerful uh, tactic. Daily uh, gratitude practice as well. Really good. Just getting thoughts out onto paper. It really helps you acknowledge how far you're going, how far you've come um, throughout a process. Um, and then also creating a state um, pre-training or pre-event. Um, so that's getting you in the right frame of mind before you have to compete or perform a task. So those are some of my um, favorite ones that I've, that I've used as far as um, getting tactics to use. And so putting those into like actionable things would be like, um, I'm going to perform 10 minutes of stretching tonight and do visualization. Or uh, I'm going to practice my gratitude every single morning uh, after breakfast. And so those types of things make it objective. Yes, I'm doing better at it. No, I'm not doing better at it because I'm not getting the work in. So those are some uh, my tips with uh, making something that's intangible, a little bit more solid, a little bit more measurable so that you can then measure your progress or at least track the fact that you're working on it. And then when you're tracking the fact that you're working on it, you're going to be way more inclined to stick with it because you can see that you're putting in work, you're being aware about the progress that you're making, um, and you're going to start. That's going to start reflecting in your performance in every area of your life. If you're ready to become a renegade, reach out to us at renegadeperformance.co.nz and start a free 14-day trial to see how we can help you break through your plateaus.